ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم في العالمين انك حميد مجيد اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار we begin by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We praise him and we ask his help And we seek his forgiveness And we seek refuge in Allah from the evil inside us And from the evil consequences of our bad actions Whoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides no one can misguide And whoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala leaves to go astray No one can guide I testify that there is no God to be worshipped but Allah And Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is our master our leader, the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa Brothers and sisters, we forget that one-fourth of our religion according to the hadith of Jibreel alayhi salam are the signs of the last day. When Jibreel met with the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa one of the most important hadith of the whole entire religion Jibreel came to the Prophet ﷺ in human's form and he sat in front of Rasulullah ﷺ and asked him about Islam, Iman, Ihsan and the signs of the last day. At the end of the hadith, the Prophet Muhammad ﷺ asked his companions. He asked Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu do you know who the questioner was? Qala Allahu a'lam. He said, I don't know. Allah knows best. He said, Hada Jibreel, that was Jibreel alayhi salam. He came to teach you your religion. Who came to teach you your religion? So educating yourself about the last day, about the signs of the last day, is a part of the religion. Is a part of the religion. As a matter of fact, the scholars they took that and they understood from that that the whole tradition has four different dimensions: Islam, Iman, Ihsan, and the signs of the last day. And all of them are important. So believing in the last day and educating yourself and your children and your family about the last day is one of the pillars of faith. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Qur'an, Ya ayyuhal nasu attaqu rabbakum inna zalzalata saati shay'un. 
Azim, O people, fear your Lord, because the earth quick of the hour is a terrible thing, is a serious matter, is a horrendous event, is a terrifying crisis. يَوْمَ تَرَوْنَهَا تَذْهَلُ كُلُّ مُرْدَعَةٍ عَمَّا أَرْضَعَةٍ That day every nursing woman will forget about her suckling baby. She will be distracted by the terror of what she's seeing. She will forget about the dearest and the closest to her. To whom she shows the most compassion and mercy. She will forget about her infant at the very moment of breastfeeding. And every pregnant woman will drop her load because of the intensity of the situation. And you look at people and they act as in a drunken state. Also because of the severity of the situation, they will lose their mind. And people will look at them and they will think they are drunk. But they are not drunk. But the punishment of your Lord is severe, is painful. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke about this in the Qur'an. And the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa considered it to be one of the pillars of faith. And when the man came to the Messenger of Allah and he said, Ya Rasulullah, teach me something to recite. Then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said to him, go and recite three of the surahs which begin with Alif Lam Ra, the letters Alif Lam Ra. Then he said, Ya Rasulullah, I've become old and my heart has hardened and my tongue has become harsh. And then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to him, Well, go and recite three surahs which began with Hamim, the letters Hamim. And then the man they said, and this is in Musnad al-Imam Ahmad narrated by Abdullah ibn Amr radiallahu anhumah. They said, the man said similar things to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he said to him, go and recite three of the surahs which began with al-musabbihat. Sabbaha lillahi ma fi samawati wa ma fi al-ardi. And then the man, he said, Ya Rasulullah, tell me something that is comprehensive of all of these. Then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to him, then you should recite Az-Zalzalah. You should recite Az-Zalzalah. Iza zulzilatil ardu zilzalaha. We should recite this surah. Why? Because it speaks about the earthquake of the hour. It speaks about the last day. It speaks about the signs of the last day. And then the man said to the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ya Rasulullah, I will not add anything to it. By the one who has sent you with the truth, I will not add anything to it. Then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Aflaha ar-ruwayjil, That this man has been successful, this little man has been successful. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he considers success is to learn about the last day, is to be prepared for the last day, is to learn about the signs of the last day. And when it happens, brothers and sisters, it's on. You cannot run away from it. You cannot hide. It's 
inescapable. Nobody can save you. No Iron Man, no Spider-Man, no Boogeyman, no man. And it's not like, you know, the Independence Day film. It's not like the Day After Tomorrow movie. It's not like the 1012, the movie they released recently about the government building this massive titanic ships for only for the elite to escape away. When it happens, it happens. Captain America will not show up and save you and take you on his back. As a matter of fact, Captain America may be the first one to run away from you. So this is the real deal. This is the earthquake of the hour. This is the last day. Why did the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam speak about the last day? Speak about the signs of the last day? Something very interesting and very important. The companions of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, they used to go and ask him about the signs of the last day. The Prophet sallallahu was there. They had access to the Prophet ﷺ. If they have a question, they will go and ask them. If they have something in mind, they will go and ask them. It's right there. Knowledge is right there. Fresh. So they used to ask them about the last day and about the signs of the last day. Some of us, seriously, we don't want to learn about the last day. We don't want to even hear about the last day. I'm sure some of you right now are saying, why are we talking about this? Why don't you just talk about some manners or something? The Prophet said, every prophet spoke to his people about the last day. Every prophet spoke about the last day. And the Prophet Muhammad also, he taught us about the last day. He taught us about the signs of the last day. What's going to happen before the Qiyamah? And what will happen on that day? So it's actually out of mercy and love of the Messenger of Allah that He spoke to us about the last day. Because he is, a, he is the shepherd of the community. He was concerned about the whole community. He wanted to keep danger away from the community. So He taught them about the last day and about the signs of the last day. Brothers and sisters, there are three types of the signs of the last day. Number one, signs that have already occurred. Like the advent of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The death of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The plague that killed 25,000 of the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam outside of Jerusalem. Ta'un Amwas. They killed 25,000 people. One of them was Abu Ubaid ibn al-Jarrah. 25 thousand people of the companions of Rasulullah were killed in that plague. The Prophet considered the death of Uthman ibn Affan radiallahu an a sign of the last day. So these are the things that have already occurred. Number two, things that have already occurred and continue to increase. And the Prophet he considered intoxication to be one of them. That intoxication will be widely spread. People will use alcohol and give it different names. You know, and people nowadays, the people they resort to drugs because alcohol here in this hadith does not just mean alcohol, but it means intoxication. So people they resort to drugs and alcohol because of all the problems that we have. Because of fear, because of worrying, because of depression, because of all these family breaks of all these problems.
All these problems. Some people they actually find their way out is to is to go and do drugs or drink. Some of them actually they kill themselves. They commit suicide and they think this is the only way out. The Prophet Muhammad also considered nakedness to be one of the signs of the last day. And it had already occurred. He said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, عَارِيَاتُ فِي الْأَسْوَاقِ He talked about civilized women will be going to marketplaces and they will have their thighs exposed. Their thighs will be exposed. It's happening right now and it's not only marketplaces. It's everywhere that you go, even in the street, even at parks. Like if you go to Shanley Park, you always see these things, especially during the summer. So the Prophet ﷺ considered these things to be one of the signs of the last day. He said the, the spread of zina wal billah. And he talked about this and he says, That the hour will not come until people will have sexual intercourse right in public places. In public places. Isn't that happening? You hear all these crazy things about people who are caught having sex in parking lots and even movie theaters. And he said وسلم, that the best of you is the one who will tell them just, just go get a room or go somewhere. Hide. The best of you will be the one who actually can say that. The Prophet Muhammad وسلم, and this hadith is considered to be marfu' hadith. It's to Abdullah, Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhumah. He said, إِذَا رَأَيْتُمْ مَكَّةَ بُعِجَتْ كَضَائِمٌ And this is a marfu' hadith. And Ibn Hajar said, there's one of the narrators is majhul, which weakens the whole narration. But I mentioned this hadith for a reason. It's in Musannaf ibn Abi Shayba. He said, when you see the mountains in Mecca, when you see Mecca and its mountains were pierced through, he's talking about tunnels. Go to Mecca. And some of you went to Mecca. And you wonder sometimes, what if they don't have these tunnels? Really, the whole city is just tunnels. And he said sallallahu alayhi wa when you see the mountains of Mecca were removed, there are mountains the Prophet saw when he was a little child. They are removed, they're gone. They are no longer there. Rasulullah consider also that when you see Mecca, when you see the building are coming close to the mountains, then the hour is, is cast in shadow. It's not just getting close to the mountains, the building are surpassing these mountains. They surpassing these mountains. So Ibn Hajar said one of the narrator is, is a majhul, is unknown, so that weakens the whole narration. But maybe Ibn Hajar, if he saw what we're seeing right now, we're gonna change his mind. Because this is happening right now. The Prophet Muhammad said, Inna ummati ummatun marhuma. That my people, my community is a community that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows his mercy upon them. That its punishment is in this life. Its punishment and the torture is in this life. Look around you in the world. You see when plays, when it happens, Muslims, Muslims, thousands of Muslims will die. He will kill thousands of earthquakes that will kill thousands of Muslims. Only Muslims. The Ebola in Sierra Leone and Guinea and all these Muslim countries, it killed thousands of Muslims. The hurricanes and the storms only kill Muslims, subhanAllah. 
Subhanallah, he talked about plagues, he talked about strife, civil strife, and he said, zaman he said sallallahu alayhi wasallam that time will become short and he said sallallahu alayhi wasallam knowledge will decrease and knowledge here is not only the religious knowledge wallahi it's not only the religious knowledge two weeks ago i was having lunch with some people one of them was a professor at the lehigh valley university he's a professor in engineering school in this university and then we were talking about how hard the engineering is and then he he said it is really interesting right now that when professors they get together we talk about the lack of cleverness and then he said, even the Chinese, they're not as clever as they used to be before. So I smiled and he asked me why you're smiling and then I told him there's a hadith. That the Prophet, our Prophet وسلم, he said, one of the signs of the last day is the decrease of knowledge. He told me he has said the truth because it's happening and I can witness to that for the last few years. So it's not only, and there's a hadith that Rasulullah says that literacy will be all over the place. But literacy is not knowledge. Everybody can read and write. This is not knowledge. People go to school so that they can have a degree, a paper, that they cannot live in this life with it. They can't. It will not tell you how to live your life. You know, imagine if tomorrow they said, well, we're not going to give any degrees, we're not going to give any exams, you know, you're going to get a degree at the end of the year, there's no exams. How many people actually will show up for classes? How many, how many people will show up for classes? It was Elish, one of the Maliki scholars in Al-Azhar, when they presented the idea of testing in a school, he was the one who opposed it. And he said, no. People should come just for the sake of knowledge. So Rasulullah said, knowledge will decrease. And he said, civil strife will appear as well. And stinginess will be rooted in the hearts of people. Killing will be normal. Killing will be widely spread. Sallallahu ala Muhammad. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And he said, Sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Inna sa'ida, the happy one is the one who avoid distinction. This is a happy one. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and I want you to listen to this hadith. He said, the signs of the last day. Prayers will be neglected. Transgressor will become leaders. It will not be possible to distinguish the faithful from the false. Telling lies will become desirable. Isn't that happening? Payment of zakah will be taken as a burden. The believer will be deemed the most disgraceful and will be pained at seeing evils all around. And his heart will melt as a salt in the water. But he will not be able to say anything. Isn't this happening? He said also, وسلم, rain will do no good and will fall out of season. Isn't this happening? He said, homosexuality be all over the place. Women will dominate. He said that children will disobey their parents. Isn't that happening? He said, وسلم, friend, friend will, be, will treat his friend badly. Sins will be taken lightly. Isn't that happening? He said, mosque will have external decoration and beauty. And there will be worshippers too. But there will be hypocrisy and mutual enmity in their hearts. Isn't this happening? 
He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, then it will appear people from the West. He will dominate the weak among my people. Isn't that happening? He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, people will produce copies of the Quran in letters of gold, but will not act upon it. Isn't this happening? He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, usury will become rampant. Human blood will have no value. Human blood will have no value. Isn't that happening? He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, religion will have no helpers. Isn't that happening? He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, singing women will be on increase. Isn't that happening? He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the rich will perform the Hajj as an act of entertainment. And the people of the middle class will do it so they can conduct some business and the poor to back for charity. Isn't that happening? The Prophet ﷺ also spoke about the police brutality. He talked about police violence. And he said ﷺ, there are people will come holding asyat, holding batons, and they hit people with it. They hit people with it. And he said, Kathrat al-Shurat, that policemen will be all over the place. And they were gonna use these batons to hit people. They don't use these batons anymore. They don't hit people with sticks anymore. They shoot people to death. In Ferguson, Michael Brown was left there to bleed for hours until he died. Eric Garner was choked to death by the very police forces sworn to protect our lives. The 12 year old boy Rice in Cleveland was shot to death. Another blow. A few days ago, the Senate released a 500-page report of the CIA interrogation and detention program. Call it what it is. Torture. My country. Your country. My tax dollar and your tax dollars. Breaking bones. Raping men. Putting guns in people's heads. Talking to prisoners about raping their mothers and killing their children. Isn't this happening? I want you to pause just for a few seconds and think about this. Think about the signs that I just, the signs of the last day that the Prophet ﷺ told us. Yeah, it's happening. So we live in this time. It is the time. That's the time that we live in. The time of the Dajjal. How should you react? Should you be sad? Of course you should be sad. Should you be angry? Of course you should be angry. But as we said, the righteous anger. The anger that will not harm anybody, especially yourself. Should you be frustrated? Surely. I am frustrated. But no one thing. That sadness is a part of being human. Sadness is a part of being human. Every one of us went through troubles. Every one of us experienced some hard times. Even prophets and messengers. But that really did not stop them from pursuing their missions. Because they knew one thing. It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who bestows happiness and torture. It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala abaka. It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who makes people laugh and cry. It's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So here is some basic truth. Number one. 
لا يكلف الله نفسا إلا وسعها Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not give you something that she cannot take. Simple as that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not give you something that she cannot take. How many times you said that I cannot take it any longer and you lived through it? How many times? This is just a proof to show us that we can actually bear many unthinkable troubles. Number two. إِنَّ مَعَ الْعُسْرِ يُسْرَى إِنَّ مَعَ الْعُسْرِ يُسْرَى Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, with hardship comes ease. Brothers and sisters, life is just like that. It's one difficulty after another. One issue after another. One task after another. But the most important thing to know is that with hardship comes ease. There is the ease of death after the hardship of life. There is the ease of sleep after the hardship of the day. There is the ease of retirement after the hardship of your career. And no one thing, everything has a high and a low. Likewise, when troubles, when troubles happen, that means the, time, the times of ease are coming. The times of ease are near. Should be hopeless? Of course not. Because hopelessness does not have a place in our religion. Does not have a place in our religion. The Prophet ﷺ, 13 years in Mecca, 13 years in Mecca, calling people to the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he got nothing. He was treated badly. He was persecuted. Him and his, his, uh, some of his companions were killed. So we cannot be hopeless. He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, if you're planting a tree and the day of judgment comes upon you, finish planting the tree. Don't run off and say, oh, well, it's over now. I... What is the wisdom of doing something like that? He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, finish planting the tree. He sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and his companions, they were never hopeless. Umar ibn Khattab, when he saw a man who was neglecting his felt, he went to him and he begged him to cultivate his land. And he said, I'm an old man and I'm dying. Who's going to benefit from this land anyways? Umar, the son of this man, he said, I saw Umar ibn Khattab. He was, at this time he was the prince. He was cultivating and cleaning the, the land. Just like what they say when uh, somebody saw somebody else planting an olive tree and it takes a long time for an olive tree to produce. And this man was an old man and somebody said to him, what are you doing? You're not going to eat from this, this tree. He said, They planted, the people before us planted for us and we ate. So we'll plant for the people who come after us. So don't feel depressed when you see all these things around you. Continue your mission. Continue your mission. Follow what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa said. Continue your mission. Don't get depressed. Don't leave your religion. Don't start questioning yourself about things that is taking place here and there and overseas. Just be a true believer, a true Muslim.
So when it happens, it happens. When you stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when He asks you about this, you will tell Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, well, I just followed what your Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said. And I've never felt hopeless. Again, our religion has an answer for every question. Has a solution for every crisis. But we need to return back to our religion. We seriously need to return back to our deen, to our religion. To know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to know who is the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa and to follow the only guideline, which is the guideline of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah liwala. Alhamdulillahi wa salatu wa salamu ala Rasulillah. Allahumma al-ilma lana illa ma'alamtana inna kanta al-alimu al-hakim. Allahumma anfa'ana bima'alamtana wa'alimna ma'anfa'ana wa zidna ilma. Sallillahumma wa sallimu barik ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Before, inshallah, we... Finish the khutbah and start a prayer. I just wanted to also say one thing. I was uh, I was asked by the administration, and I I'm speaking on their behalf. And we are really short on donations right now. So uh, actually, one of them told me that we we cannot uh, we have to sacrifice you if we don't get enough money. Uh, we have to just throw you in the water like Yunus alayhi salam. <laughs> So, uh, for those of you who, who, who haven't given for a long time, or those of you who, mashallah, always give to ICP, make sure, inshallah, today to give something for ICP for the cause of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If each one of you gave 100 or 200 dollars, this room, in this room right here, everybody in this room gave 100 or 200 dollars, inshallah, will be fine for the next month or two. Or maybe more. So make sure, inshallah, just put something in the box before you leave. And if you don't have cash, they have the credit card machine in the back. You can just go there and, and swipe your card as well. Sakum lahiran subhanahu wa rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasufun wa salamun al mursaleen alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Allahumma jal hadal jamma jamma al marhuma. Tafaruqna ba'alihi tafaruqa ma'asuma. Allah tajafina wa la hawlana wa khalfana shakiyan wa la mahuma. Allahumma khfilana dhunubana wa israfana fi amdina wa thabbi taqdamana wa nsurna ala qawmul kafirin. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you and bless all your families and bless your children and strengthen their faith. Allahumma ameen. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala strengthen the faith of our brothers and sisters who recently embraced Islam. Subhanahu wa ta'ala make us strong during the time of this fitan that hid in us day after day. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put iman in our hearts and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cure our weakness of faith. Allahumma ameen. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us all. Ameen, ameen, ameen. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rabbil Aizzati Amma Sufun. Salaamun ala mursaleen. Alhamdulillah. Rabbil Alamin. Aqim. Salaam. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وضرب لهم مثل الحياه الدنيا كما ان انزلناه من السماء كما ان انزلناه من السماء فاختلط به نبات الارض فاصبح هشيما تذوره الرياح وكان الله على كل شيء مقتدرا المال والبنون زينة الحياة الدنيا و 
والباقيات الصالحات خير عند ربك ثوابا خير عند ربك ثوابا وخير أملا ويوم نسير الجبال وترى الأرض بارزة وحشرناهم فلم نقادر منهم أحدا وعرضوا على ربك صفا لقد جئتمونا كما خلقناكم أول مرة بل زعمتم أن لن نجعل لكم 